Happy Brew Year. <laughs> Welcome to the American Pale Males Podcast. I'm Michael, and with me is... Jeremy. Michael, that was no good. Uh, happy New Year. Should we just yeah, play it better. straight? Okay. Yeah. And as for people that don't know, like we record this uh, separately, like so we each have our own audio recording going, but we facilitate this by Skype because uh, if we did this just like over our phones or on like some sort of weird text messaging app, it would be weird. So we use Skype to facilitate. Um, I don't know why, but since day one that I've been on the show, Michael has insisted that we have the video up, which is <laughs> weird because it would throw off the recording quality because, you know, sometimes Skype can dip in and out. And he's in full baby New Year regalia, and it's really <laughs> upsetting. Well, yeah, you know, I just <laughs> thought I'd, you know, celebrate the season. Uh-huh. You know, I love New Year's Day so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got all the best bowl games. There's <laughs> yeah, usually only one or two bad ones out of, like, six <laughs> or seven. So, that's, I mean, that's technically a pretty good batting average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what's more upsetting uh, when I have the baby new year on or new year's eve which we did a skype for sure uh and i reenact death of the old man the death of the old man i mean the old was... man old man 2019 i was oh yeah i, I mean to be fair you were still and... well yeah but you're still dressed up in the baby new year outfit <laughs> just with your geriatric makeup on <laughs> yeah. which is even more upsetting because you were going like age appropriate and everything it was disgusting to be honest with you like a extra bizarre Benjamin Button. I mean, this is like the fourth year you've done this. So, like, Michael, you have children. Yeah. You stop this. And in the Equinox, I insist on being child 2020 and uh, <laughs> get a big lolly and little Lord Falteroy. Your little stinker outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We really ran with this. Michael, how about you give me a beer brag? Yeah. Uh, Good work on the improv, by the way. The classes are paying off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an odd beer, and I wasn't sure if it was due to the beer itself or if something else was going on, if it was, like, old or bad or something. Maybe you drank it wrong. Maybe I did, yeah. I drank it in through my nose. Uh, I had mm -hmm. a beer called Oddball from Mobcraft, which usually make exceptional brews. And Where are they the at, Michael? Milwaukee, I believe. Okay. And they, you know, they usually make strange sours and this and that, weird combinations. This one is called Oddball because it's just a straightforward Kolsch beer. Uh, okay. They say, most of our beers are a far cry from normal. This beer simply tastes like a beer, making it our Oddball. So for being normal, it is the Oddball in their lineup. The thing is, to me, it tasted strange. It was deeply bitter for Kolsch. It did have kind of a light body and a little crispness to it, but the hops were strange, which makes me wonder if it was hmm. like off or something, uh, or if they're like trying to pull some bit or something and like have their Kolsch be not traditional. But it, there's mm -hmm. no like tell or anything that says that they'd be doing that. So I don't know. I think I have to seek this out again. I guess I just found it amusing and valid enough to report on due to the fact that their more straightforward beer is called Oddball. So <laughs> that's about it. Jeremy, what is your beer brag? So uh, you may remember that I was harangued by former host of the show, Mike. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think, 
and I'm not 100% sure because, like we said, we've been recording these a touch out of order. But mm-hmm. I was harangued by co- by a former co-host and Tom Bombadil of the show. That's uh, right. I think I apparently had badmouthed the back pocket brewing or at least said that they'd kind of been slacking. And yes. he wrote in and uh, without, you know, needing to go back and, you know, quote the man, uh, he had said something like, it's just like, oh, hey, up here in, in Dubuque because they also have a tap room up there. He's like, they've been killing it. And that seems to be the general consensus about it. Specifically with their ray gun beer, right? That's kind of yes. hinged on that. That, yes. that is what Mike had said. Yes. Uh, so I believe if I have, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. I think what had happened is we had been, or rather I had been talking about the last time I had a ray gun was at a, uh, a work function. And I think that they just had really old bottles. And that I had assumed it was the V2.0. Well, uh, I am, I am a researcher first and foremost, Michael. It's true. And there was an away basketball game, so I went to Back Pocket Brewing out in lovely, well, the certainly renovated Coralville, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I had a ray gun and a flight while okay. I was watching the basketball game for. Just for, you know, research, as we say. And one of the things that strikes me most about going out there, and I believe that this was the case at my bachelor party, where this was the first stop, is that they have expanded the amount of taps on hand since the beginning, at least twofold. Yeah, I noticed that too, because I hadn't been there in a while, and yeah, there's tons. They kind of made their bones, you know, with, I think it was six core beers, like four of them that stayed the same, and then two or three that would rotate in and out. Uh, you may remember Blood on the Blade. You may remember oh, yeah. uh, Wooden Nickel. Mm-hmm. Wooden Nickel being the peated ale that no longer is there, and it makes me sad because that was my <sighs> favorite one. Huh. But I have new favorites, Michael, because everything they had kind of killed it. Okay. The new V2 ray gun is a little less bright, but I do think it is more balanced. And I checked with the bartenders and the brewers to find out what made it different. Ah. And so the original Raygun IPA was, I believe, Galaxy Hopped. Yes, I'm seeing that is true. Okay. Version 2, or Volume 2, as it's more appropriately known, has Citra and Mosaic I believe in there. So they did change the hop, um, presumably because Galaxy Hops cost an arm and a leg. If yes, I need to guess. That's my impression. I can't confirm that, but I feel like that's right. Um, so while it is noticeably different, it is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It was and you know, it was on tap, it was probably fresher than anything I've had in right, the form of a ray gun in quite some right. time. Right. But it was very good, and based on that, I had decided to get a flight rather than go with, you know, any random pint, because I needed to see, Michael, if they had upped their game. Okay. A couple of the styles that I've seen that they have been going towards are sours, namely uh, dessert sours. Mmm. The two that they had, on that I had, rather, were strawberry shortcat. And Kitty Lime Pie. Uh, you mm. might be able to figure out what those, you know, taste like. Yeah. It's kind of nuts how much that tastes like a Key Lime Pie. Interesting. 
and the strawberry shortcut, it's kind of crazy how much it tastes like a strawberry shortcake. Granted, there's a little bit of sour in each one of them because I believe they're Gozas, but you taste the crust. I think they threw graham crackers in there. Wow. It's Wow. E- exactly. Um, they also had a sour IPA called Luke's Wall Art that was kind of like a uh, coconutty IPA, like a tropical sour IPA, which was... Mm. Very good, but very weird. They had their uh, their Hellas for the winter called Copper Coin, which is a coffee and vanilla flavored lager, which is very oh, good. That sounds good. And I had uh, the one Imperial Stout that they had on tap that was flightable. Yes, that um, makes sense. It is a Simpsons joke, so it's right up our alley. Ooh. It's called Forbidden Donut, Michael. Okay. Yeah. And it's pastry, an imperial <laughs> pastry. Exactly. It's an imperial pastry stout where okay. they threw, I think, 150 pounds of donuts into the tank. I don't know if I would have been able to have like a full 10 ounce, 12 ounce, whatever ounce pour. Yeah, you're right. On this because pastry stouts are, they're very very sweet. Yes. Especially one imperial ones because you've got the the sweetness of the malts, and you have the uh the just the donut aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was very, very good. The roast was excellent. I think it was a 10% beer, but it's, it was very good. The only one that I had that was not, didn't really kind of surprise me was their crispy pills. And it was, I got the feeling that was just more about, uh, we need another yellow beer for the, the dads to drink during the Hawkeye games. Okay. It was just sort of there. It was just, I feel like that would be the one that if, you know, people come in there to, from the hotel that's right next to it. They're like, ah, what do you like? I don't like IPAs or dark beer. Okay, here. Here's our two options. Try that. Yes, yeah, sure. Placate. Exactly. Um, Which is fine. A, it's fine. It was a little disappointing because I do like a good Pilsner, but... True, yeah. I mean, when they when you can do it right, yeah. The, the average, I'd say, was probably came out to about 4.33 on Untapped. Mm. And... I was surprised, so I would like to formally uh, not apologize because I don't apologize. Rescind? I would like to retract my statements. They are okay. not slacking. They're doing good work. And they make Blonde Fatale now, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you for uh, doing their research and getting some uh, insight from the staff there. And thanks to Mike for, for keeping it honest. For excuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta go drink all this beer. It's important. All right. Sorry, sorry, dear. I'll be back in four hours. <laughs> yeah, she was exercising. It's okay. Um. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, back pocket. Yeah, that's a far cry from. I think even when we went on the show, when Mike and I yes, did I was the recording there. Yeah, you were there laughing at us. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did a flight there. You know, the salaries you're talking about, the pastry stouts, that might have actually been like four years ago. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, but still, I that's a, quite a progression. Uh, They've been open for six style. or seven years, I want to say. Okay. I think seven. Hmm. I might have to revisit they, them sometime. I, th- I think we should. I think it's primed and ready for another brewery blowout because five beers and a flight, Michael, and they've got 18 or so on there, including at one point they had their own hard seltzer. Yeah. Which was upsetting. Yeah, I remember but, seeing that at the batch. Yeah. Uh huh. But it was, yeah, it was it was not there. Okay. The only the only guest taps they had were uh, 
a, uh, a cider from Johnson County Cider Works or wherever that new place is. It's like a cranberry orange Christmas cider sort of thing, which was tempting, but that's not what I was there for. Cranberry orange. Hmm. Do you think you could just like make, I'm sure they, they don't do this, but really hard seltzer. Could you just take like a, I don't know, like Smirnoff green apple or Smirnoff X, whatever fruit, mm-hmm. and then mix it in water and then hook it up to a, <laughs> some you know a CO two line and just uh basically water down some flavored vodka and carbonate it at the tap. I was just gonna say, how about you just do a Lacroix and vodka? Yeah. Well, I think it's ultimately what it comes down to, doesn't it? I mean, in theory, I mean it, the end result is all the same. Then, if that were true, Michael, then tonight's beer would be the same as a uh, Steel Reserve. Well, that's true. I guess it's all some... it's all beer. It's all beer. What's the matter? What's the difference? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's probably finesse in there. We're gonna have to do one of those damn things on the show at some point. You I mean, this. yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 inevitable. Yeah, I guess it's, it all keeps circling back. And I think we should probably, you know, get out the powdered wigs and top hats and tailcoats and all that jazz when we finally get to it. If only to weep for the demise of our society. <laughs> right. Um. But I do have a brief American Pale Mail Pale regarding hard seltzer, too. So oh I, you know, know some people who live in the UK. And I, like, I was just chatting with them, talking about random podcasts. And then something hit me. I'm like, is hard seltzer a thing over there? Mm. And no, it's not. And I, you know, that's not necessarily surprising. You know, trends don't always spread internationally or they're slower. But it's still, like, really bizarre that this wave, this thing that essentially happened over a year, I mean, it was maybe a little before that, but really took off in the past year, that is causing major business decisions and potentially, I don't want to say bankrupting, but having corporations scramble. And we mentioned uh, Ballast Point being sold. So Mm -hmm. Constellation to focus on Corona hard seltzer. Yes. And, uh, you know, all this, like, agitation is happening, and then, like, you just go to a different place, and it's not even on the radar. I don't know. Kind of a mini mailbag, but it just struck me as odd how Mm -hmm. all this consternation doesn't matter (laughs) in another place. I don't know. I just found that a little... It's all some English or backwards people, Michael. (laughs) I'm kidding. I like English. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But what is here, Jeremy is the FDR for this week. Indeed it is, Michael. Uh, yes. We're, we're going back to an old favorite. I'm looking forward to this. It's kind of a odd man out as far as some <laughs> beers we're doing. Oh, yeah. It really um, is. We do have a series coming up. I think we'll start that next week. Yeah, but probably. regardless of where this beer may lie in uh, kind of the future series we're doing, um, compared to that, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I have high expectations for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, do you want to reveal the beer, Jeremy? We are going back to our old friends at Reunion Brewery. And also, oddly enough, in Coralville, Iowa. I did not uh, plan oh, that. Yeah. But uh, we are tangling with the Illuminati, apparently, Michael. <laughs> yeah, based on this can. Uh-huh. All their designs are pretty cool, but this one is They're very uh, captivating. Uh-huh. It's, you know, you have the, uh, what is that called? The eye on the pyramid? The all-seeing eye? Yeah, that's on the dollar bill. And uh-huh. then they have like a, 
Egyptian god representation of that pyramid, a pyramid head, literally, um, uh-huh. holding up a beer aloft. Yeah, very eye-catching design here. Mm-hmm. Did we say what they, it was? <laughs> yeah, it's the Reunion Hefeweizen. Yes. So, there is flavor text on the can. Go for I'll it. I'll read that. Uh, sit back, relax, and let this beauty of a wheat beer whisk you away. <sighs> Soft notes of <sighs> banana, wheat, and clove are the perfect trio to induce a sense of delicious calm and clarity. Highly drinkable and most refreshing. This is a young living beer. Best enjoyed fresh. <laughs> Whoops. Sediment may form. Swirl gently before serving. Uh, how about we dig into this? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, roll my can like it were a bottle of insulin. <laughs> As not to agitate it. If you shake it, it ruins it. Mine was also very carbonated. Yeah. Wow. Uh-oh. Pour that in. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Foamers. Yeah, I'm literally... A centimeter of beer and the rest of the glass is foam. Yeah. I botched that. Um, it's all right. Mine was the same way. What This was canned, oh, quite some time ago. Yes. But like I said, man, live yeast, I imagine that had something to do with it. Yeah, and it's in a can too, so I'm I'm hoping that will help mitigate. Oh, sure. I'm aged. sure it'll, it'll be fine. It smells good. The it overlap, The overflow that I slurped up was okay. Yeah, yeah. Initial foam or whatever. The foam of judgment. Yeah. Foam of doom. I guess I can report on the color is a, a translucent straw straw gold? color. Yeah. What about the nose, Michael? No, not as strong as I might expect. It, it's or maybe it's because there's a five inches of foam blocking <laughs> exactly. from the beer. I should, maybe I'll smell from the can. Oh God, it's worse. <laughs> it smells kind of citrusy, sweet. Uh, the the color text on the website, and I don't know if you uh, had already said this. Mm-hmm. I should probably take a look at it. It's yeah. not on the beer. It is, soft notes of banana, wheat, and cloves create this highly drinkable beer. 4.6 ABV, 12 IBU. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and assume, you know, because as a scientist, I know these things, mm-hmm. that the beer got foamy because it's been around for a while. Okay. So you just got a lot of live yeast in there just pumping out co2 well have you seen when this was brewed michael yes okay so i'm that's my guess and to be fair so keep in mind the listener that we are not drinking this fresh as implored right and the, and the jefe is not exactly a beer that one would expect to age well that said uh we're pretty close to being within the uh the timeline of when a beer is generally good because it's usually I think, about yeah for like a normal beer shelf life is probably like what six months yeah i would we're, say we're pretty close to that yeah this one just we had like different series ideas and this one just we didn't did. quite fit in so it sure didn't i'm like let's do this asap before we start some other boondoggle of an idea and it blows um, up literally in our faces. <laughs> right in our faces um i'm admittedly just munching foam Huh. What I really am, uh, I really want to get the bottom of this beer in there because I'm sure I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, before. Do we need to spin the wheels, Michael? Do I need to create content while the foam dies? Um, no, I'm I'm relatively good. I got about an inch of foam, uh, cresting the top of the glass, and the rest is beer. So, I also just gave it the old swirl. Ooh, that is some flocculent yeast. I can see the little flex floating around there. Oh, yeah. I a see what you got. at the bottom. 
I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Not a bad thing, mind you. Just a a thing. That's the Hefe. Uh huh. I think I can go in now. If uh, go for it. Can you, okay. Let's see how this goes. Wouldn't that be great if this was a video podcast and we had this like series where a third eye opened on my head and I could mm-hmm. start like this psychedelic mind trip, flashes of Egyptian imagery and wheat and hops. Mercury is in the second house, or whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's pretty good. It's actually mild for Hefe. It's not like blasting you with banana. Um, it's not a, a, a banana blaster. Mm-hmm. I expect that this is a case of the older beer, because I have had this one fresh and on tap, and it mm-hmm. is uh, noticeably more Hefe-y. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's you're not a big fan of that, or that's not your favorite part, or... Am I misremembering a show from? Well, no, you like are correct. I have said that many times in the past. However, it is growing on me. Mm. You see, Michael, I'm getting older these days, and uh, it's it's I'm I'm opening my mind to new things. It's getting better. I do like the Hefe taste now more. I I think so. For a long time, I think uh, Boulevard's the one in the purple bottle, Lunar Park or something like that. Oh yeah, that was bad, right? That was the only one that I had had. And it was uh, just not very good, and it kind of soured me towards the experience. But, with that said, I have uh, had some good ones on the show and otherwise. And, yeah, this is this is a good beer, although I, I definitely can taste the age on it. I can taste the age, too. Like, what I like about it is the immediate aftertaste is really good. You get a nice little bubbly sensation on the back of your tongue, and you get this crisp-tasting finish. But then as, as that fades away, then you can taste like the age. There's a little old beer bitterness there. The term you're looking for is wanginess. <laughs> Wangy. It's, it's a think, hard word to say. I know your dad has been saying that for <laughs> Since I was as long a child. as you can remember. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as like words we introduce on this podcast to describe beer, like beerosity and pumpkinity, I think wangy was maybe the featured one of 2019 i think it came up several times and for those unfamiliar wangy i can't do that i i feel like when i when i speak the word wangy i think my uh my glottis no not my glottis (laughs) pharyngeal Uh, flap whatever i don't know (laughs) i feel like i'm a little congested right now surprise surprise yeah and i feel that that is uh preventing me from saying wangy properly or wangy I don't know. I can't. <laughs> in any case, and it's my word. What can I say? Yeah. But uh, for those not in the know, it means just like old, maybe a little coppery, a little tinny. Yeah. A little metallic, something along those lines. Just is like uh, it just makes you kind of like chew the air, sort of like a dog with peanut butter on its mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Apt. once again, grain of salt with this one. Yeah, so I actually think it shines despite its age, which I think Me is, too. says something about it. I can imagine this being stupendous on tap or even, mm-hmm. you know, a month out or something like that. It intrigues me, I guess. But straight down the line, you know, objectively speaking, there is some wanginess to it. <laughs> I mean, Indeed. you said it, yeah. yeah. So... With that, we can get into our ratings. We can. Um, 
I'm most tempted to not rate, as we have done like once or twice in the past. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I think we can kind of see the direction that it's going enough, or at least I can. Mm -hmm. And I can put a little star next to this one saying like, hey, you know, it wasn't. To be determined. Right. The freshest. And yeah, maybe we can revisit it in a future show Mm -hmm. another way. Asterisk this one pretty hard. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll take a sip of judgment. Go for it. Now, Michael, now that the year has ended, I'm going to need to know your top 25 movies of the year. So oh. think about that while you're drinking this beer. I loved Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you really? I can honestly say I still have no desire to see that anytime soon. Yeah, full disclosure, that hasn't come out yet. And uh... Well, actually, it screened for critics today. The first reactions are coming in. Okay, well, that'll be interesting to read that tomorrow. <laughs> um, I uh, the last two Star Warses, uh huh, are you know the main ones. The other that would side be the Force Awakens I, and yeah. the Last Jedi. For those that need to know, I um stayed away from spoilers. Uh-huh. I saw the first one in the theater. Okay, the, the next one I saw months after, but I still stayed clear of spoilers. Uh-huh. This one I'm just going to probably spoiler just it, ruin it. Yeah, because yeah. I just don't care that much. But yeah, me neither. So there's so many good original movies out. The I only have da, 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 one sequel. Mm, on your faves, and it's John Wick. And it's John Wick three. I've still got a lot to catch up on, and that's part of the fun of this time of year. Now, Jeremy, I just did a little thing mm-hmm. with my sip of judgment. I swore I'm towards the bottom, so I agitated it a lot. And got all the yeast, because I, I could visually see yeast at the bottom, like, in chunks. Mm-hmm. Swirled it up and drank it, and it tasted worse with that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I, want, I wonder if it's, like, the age of the yeast. I don't know. I just, I don't know, point of order. Maybe it's, I, I think it's related to the age as well, but I'm just going to give this, I'll give it a 3.25. Even in its current state, I think it's still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um I was thinking about a three. Well, should I do? Yeah, I'll do a three point. I'll do a three point two five with the whole like fluidity of this rating asterisk. Yeah, I'm compensating for it based on the age, but at the same time, I know it can be better. You know, all that stuff. Blah blah blah. Jeremy, what's your rating? Uh, so Michael, I also need to go in for a sip of judgment. This one definitely needs the asterisk because I can speak from somewhat recent first-hand knowledge that this is a better beer than we Mm -hmm. are having right now so we kind of botched this one by not having it sooner that said it's still a good beer the malt is good it's very wheaty Um, it's got a very soft mouthfeel but the carbonation which i suspect is yet another byproduct of that age with the yeast Mm -hmm. is a little bit overcompensating on this it's kind of gets in the way but asterisk 3.25 i'm with you Okay. Yeah, we'll create a cliffhanger and revisit it some other time. Is right now, it's just a perfectly average hefe. There's nothing really wrong with it, but... Yeah, it tastes like something that maybe was like made on the West Coast and like shipped over here in the summer and then mm-hmm. sat on the shelf for a couple months. And it's not like that. In reality, it's a local hefe. That sat on a shelf for several months. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But it tastes like an average, you know, whereas that would be acceptable for a beer like that. 
how about you hit us with those social media plugs? Okay. Yes. You can get in touch in a variety of ways. Twitter.com at APMPod, Facebook.com slash APMPod, emails directly, APMPod at gmail.com. Find us on Untapped, where aforementioned uh, Scrutinizer Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Mike the Scrutinizer Bombadil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, but uh, we'll leave it at that. I want to stay, I want to continue calling him the Scrutinizer. <laughs> Maybe we can make that a wrestling persona. Oh, uh, I found out. I don't know. I'll have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, okay. we'll workshop that. We'll work on that one. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>